flourishing families with Dr. Daughter Blatt, the switched-on kids chiropractor, and her passionate friends, sharing the secrets of inspiring wellness to help your families thrive. I'd like to welcome Peter Wilson today. She's from Mundani. Hello, Peter. Hello. Yeah, thanks for coming along. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about the exciting things you do. Well, I, um, I'm a physiotherapist locally, and um, I'm also a mum of three beautiful babies. Um, and from there, I um, started to wear my babies in various types of carriers and uh, decided to start a business called Mundani. And I, I design fabrics and I make them into ergonomic physio <laughs> myself approved <laughs> carriers um, so that they're comfortable and they're fitting well and uh, also look very attractive <laughs> oh, very good so you obviously have a bit of a creative side I do yeah, yeah. so yeah. I enjoy that side of it a lot so there, there seems to be a lot about uh, baby carriers um, and then lots of different options on the market um, can you explain to us what I mean why why, why would you wear a carrier and you know what what should you look for yeah it's very confusing especially for a um, new parent um, they often want to get a carrier before their baby's even born so it can be yeah. a really tricky concept to get your head around but the reasons you might want to wear a, a carrier is one to be hands-free so that you can do other things yes um, babies like to sleep a lot they like to cuddle a lot they like to feed a lot um, and it really helps if you can have a comfortable way to keep them close while you're still interacting with the world. Yes. Um, so that's good for both mum and, and bub and, and dad and whoever is caring for the child. So yeah. um, there's a, a thing at the moment, it's called the fourth trimester. So it's obviously something that's been around since the beginning of babies and yeah. <laughs> parents, yeah. but they've coined the phrase, the fourth trimester. And that's basically giving your, your baby a womb like experience. Um, so they're very used to being warm and, um, you know, huddled in close and hearing those the lulled sounds of their mother and, um, and wearing your baby in a well fitting carrier can give them that, um, easier, gentler transition into the world after birth, yeah. which is really beneficial for all sorts of things. So their hormonal regulation, their temperature regulation, not to get into too much science about it, but um, it just gives them that that gentle transition into the world. Yeah. I think the science bit is very interesting, though. I mean, mm. there, there are so many um, physiological um, benefits from continuing being close to mum that we we sometimes in our little you know busy industrial world we sort of forget this is like stick them in the you know in the capsule in the car and stick yeah. them in the pram that looks like it's a tank yes uh, <laughs> but it's almost it's quite removed from the experience that they had yeah. before yeah I find from my own personal experience that having the baby close um, most of the time it just puts them in sync with your own rhythms of your day so it's really interesting uh, when you're actually looking at a whole, that whole science behind the physiological changes that mm -hmm. happens when you are carrying a baby close by. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I think we were talking earlier about the, the various containers that we put our babies in, sometimes the prams and the capsules, and it does give us that bit of disconnect. Um, whereas when you're wearing your baby in a, in a carrier, um, it, it, it's, a, it's a more what's the word you have more, more um intuitive maybe. Yeah, yeah intuitive and um attachment i guess 
And um, we have a little one sitting in a carrier right here <laughs> who is very intuitive or maybe is more inquisitive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so he's four months old and he's just reached the sticky peak stage. So we might touch on that a little bit later when we talk about carrier stars. I would actually really like, you know, so there's obviously different types of of carriers, but maybe before we go to that, um, if you look at just the basic um, anatomy of of a good carrier, what is it that you should look for to make sure that you get the one that suits any age? Hello, little man. Um... Yes, so there, there's so many different types of carriers. Um, the main ones that are on the market at the moment would fall into the category of a structured carrier, um, which are more of a, a buckle style carrier, or a carrier with a waistband and a, a body panel. Um, and then from there, you could go to uh, a woven wrap, which is just one long piece of fabric that's um, tied various ways. There's also a stretch version of that. Um, and then there's also a, a ring sling style, which is a one-shouldered um, sling style of carrier. So regardless of which type of carrier you go for, the main principles we're looking for is to have a supportive base if we start there yeah. um, so that the carrier is supporting the child from their knee crease to their knee crease under their bottom, and that puts them in a, a more optimal hip position. So we talk about the M position of the hips, yes. and that's actually the, the close-packed position of the hips. So where the, the joint surfaces have the most contact with one another yeah. is a, an optimal position to have those little baby joints developing in. Right. Um, so that's probably the main thing for the baby's hips. Um, from there, we want it to support upward the, the natural curves of the baby's spine, which tend to form a C shape yeah. when the baby's facing you. Yeah. Uh, and that's very important because the, the curve of the spine is to support the head yeah. and the neck development. Yes. So we need a carrier that supports the back. If the carrier is too loose, then the baby can fall into a very deep C shape, which is not what we want. No. Um, we're looking more to just support the natural curvatures. Um, so that, that, those are the main things for, for the baby. Um, okay. can, can I just keep you on the baby then? Yeah. Sorry, I, this is not going to be very structured because I'm interested. So, you know, you were talking about the ring sling or mm-hmm. the, the wraps where I have noticed lots of, um, little babies, tiny little babies are being carried, uh, sort of in almost like you would carry them Cradle in your arms. Style. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does not support the M shape of the hips. Um, yes. What's the thought on that? Yes. So we t- I just realized we're talking about lots of letters here now, <laughs> just to give you the idea of the shapes that we're trying to yes. support with the baby. But we, we try to um, keep that support through the spine to support the head, to support the airways. So we avoid uh, chin-to-chest postures. And in that cradle hold, it's very difficult for a baby to push their head back, especially a very young baby. Um, And they can tend to end up in that chin-to-chest position where their airway is not supported and they can actually um, find themselves in respiratory distress, which is we avoid at all costs. Absolutely. Um, So it's also harder to, if, if the carrier fabric is... Um, coming around, the, covering the baby's face, it's much harder to monitor. Yeah. yeah, so we always recommend an upright posture as the safest way to carry a baby of any age uh, because we can monitor them more easily. Yeah. We um, 
there's a lot of acronyms and things out there to just give you a bit of a checklist to go off. Yeah. Um, ticks is one of them that you might see on the internet or close enough to kiss is a, is a simplified version of that. Yes. So having your baby um, in close to you with their head close enough for you to kiss without straining your neck. Yeah. So that's putting them at the right height so that they're, they're visible and kissable. Visible and kissable. So yes. you can make sure that they are breathing, they're comfortable, they have the right temperature, they're not getting too hot and they're not yeah, getting, yeah, that's right. And it, it does make it make it quite easy to, to yeah. do that if they're in yeah. the right position. Uh, so what I have seen people, now I'm going back to this cradle one, uh, and uh, what, what mums have told me, the, the ease of the cradle is because they can breastfeed on the go. Yes. Uh, but I imagine that that would be with an older child, but... Then, yeah. yeah, not necessarily. Yeah. You can, you can for short periods of time put them in the cradle position. Yeah. But when a baby's breastfeeding, they're in yeah. quite a different posture to sleeping in a cradle hold. Totally. So their their chin's extended up off their chest. Otherwise, they can't drink. So yeah. they can't use their jaw and they no. can't feed properly, which prompts the the mother to then change their position. Yeah. Plus, I don't know for other people, but for myself, when I'm feeding my baby, I'm very aware of what they're doing because they're physically connected to my body yes yes (laughs) so um you know you you're looking at them and you're listening for them swallowing are they drinking are they you know (laughs) and are they comfortable and yeah that's right and and generally if your baby is drinking then they are breathing and they're swallowing and they're doing all the right things but then if your baby does tend to nod off um after a feed then you just readjust them and bring them up and generally at that period of time they're ready to go to sleep and they they snuggle in and go to sleep so yeah Yeah, that's good yeah so so with with the different types of of um wraps that you're talking about uh are there you said a stretchy wrap or um what did you call the other one a woven wrap yeah so what what's the difference and and uh, what would be I don't suppose you can necessarily explain um, how you would wrap them because it probably depends on lots of things, baby uh, age and yep. muscle strength and mum's shape and all that sort of stuff. But what would be the benefit of, of one over the other? Yep. So I'll start with the stretchy wrap. They're probably one of the more popular um, carriers for a newborn. Um, the stretchy wrap is, is made of generally a, a sort of stretchy jersey fabric. Um and they're great for newborns because they're very um, womb-like. You know, it's it's like swaddling, and they can they can kind of wriggle and move, but they're held in quite close. Yes. Um, but after probably generally about eight kilos, they tend to feel a little bit heavy. Yes. Um, on the wearer. So from there, if you like the wrapping process, I say if you like using your stretchy wrap, then you probably like a woven wrap right. because it's a similar style of wrapping and wearing, but it's um, a more supportive way to do that. And there's uh, using a woven wrap, there's not that stretch factor. Right. So rec- uh, it's not recommended to use a stretchy wrap. Well, actually, you just don't use a stretchy wrap on your back because bub can actually fall out yeah Uh, so no back carries in a stretchy wrap Uh, whereas a woven wrap gives you a lot of different carries that you can do so you can do a front carry hip carry um, back carry um, and do those things quite safely and supported okay and with all those front side back um you can still use the woven wraps uh, with supporting the m shape in the hips yes 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, provided yeah. you know what to, to do, of course. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And, and is there an age uh, that you would recommend uh, changing the position of the baby when they're little and brand new you would expect them to be you know face to your body yes uh, what about turning them out and what about having them on your back yep yeah so a lot of people do like the idea of their baby facing outward into the world um so being able to see everything and see what's going on and interact with the world and there's nothing wrong with that um but forward facing in a carrier i don't necessarily recommend um for various reasons um, and if they do want to do that, short periods of time. Yeah. So for the baby, the reasons I don't recommend it is it doesn't necessarily support that C shape of the spine. It tends to put them in more of a, um extended posture and that affects how well they can hold their head. So yeah. certainly not for babies younger than, you know, four or five months. Um, so once they get really good control of the head themselves. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. Um, so being able to see out in the world, um, my son has just reached that four month stage where he's wanting to sticky beak at everything. He wants to look and see what I'm doing. He's craning his neck around, pushing out from my chest. And, um, so to me, that signals it's time to look at some hip carries so he can be moved around to my hip. And that gives him the ability to see what I'm doing and interact with the world and smile at everybody and be very cute. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But when he's had enough, he can then learn to snuggle in. And that tells me, okay, he's had enough stimulation. Before he gets overworked and overtired, I can can address that. So those are the main reasons for the child. Um, For the wearer, when you're forward-facing in a carrier, your load, which is the baby, is pulled further away from your body. So for a biomechanics kind of um, (laughs) looking at the physics of it, you want the load that you're carrying to be as close to your body as possible, as close to your centre of gravity. Yes, they can Um, heavy very quickly. They do, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, so as you know, if you if you hold something very light in your hands in front of you versus holding your arms extended out in front of you, that load, which is the same, is going to feel very very different. Yes, it's going to feel much heavier holding it out in front. Yes, that's just a way to remember that you need to keep your your baby in nice and close. Yeah. And, and the bigger they get, the more important this is yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now you're, you're talking about the, the the hip placement. I find that really interesting. Um, I would imagine that it was would be very tempting to have the baby strapped to the same side. Prefer it, it would probably mm-hmm. be the mum's non-dominant side. Yeah. But from a baby stimulation point of view, it sounds a little bit like it would be quite important to remember to swap sides. What you yes for both that? really for for the wearer and for the baby. Yes. Um. So most ring slings are designed that you can wear them on either shoulder. Yeah. So if you just change it up a little bit. It's generally not a problem. No. It's a fairly balanced carry if you have it tightened correctly because you have the the weight distributed across your shoulder and then across your body to the other side where the baby is sitting. Yeah, yeah. But as you say, you want to give them different views of the world and yeah, have yeah. them moving their neck different ways. Yeah, yeah depending keep... on how sticky-picky they are, yeah, yeah. their head turned the same way all the time. That's all right. Yeah. So, yeah, you want things to be to be balanced, although in that position they can look both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with the... The, uh, the stretchy bands compared to a much more expensive, fancy imported, um, you know, carrier with 
lumbar support and you know bells and whistles. Yeah. Well, what what's, what's your opinion on? Um, uh, well, probably usability for for the parent carrying the baby and for the support and um, yeah, structure of the baby. What 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 are you thinking yeah. on? What I tend to to recommend when I'm doing a, a consult is whatever works for you works. Everybody's different. Everybody's body's different, and there's so many different carriers available. Um, but what I find disappointing is when someone is given a carrier that's not suited for their body or it's not suited for the way they want to wear their child and they're stuck with it and then we have to do all these sort of problem solving things to try to get it to fit well so getting a consult before you buy your carrier is probably the best way to go and can you get a consult before you actually have a baby yes so we have the local groups all over australia local baby wearing groups um, I can give you the link for um, a Australia-wide baby-wearing support group yep. and they can direct you to a local meet. They're usually volunteer-run meets where you can try various carriers and find something that suits oh, you. That would be really useful. Yeah, so in yep. Newcastle we have the Newcastle and Hunter baby-wearing group. Um, so I volunteer to, um, to be a peer educator in that group. Yeah. And we run meets, and I also do personal uh, private consults or small group consults for that. Um, so just to allow people to try a range of things and see what's going to work. Which for them. would be really useful because often yeah. it is someone somewhere that it's really kind and saying this, you will find this useful. But you're right that we've all got different shapes and different preferences. So yeah, that's it's important right. That it fits. Yeah. Um, what What about the um, the from a chiropractic point of view, we often talk about the carriers for a stimulation point of view for the baby. Um, what 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 can you tell us about the stimulation yeah. benefit that the baby would get? Well, there's lots really, and on lots of different levels. But if if you talk about it from a a fourth trimester, um, I don't know if I mentioned that already. Or we talked about that already, but. Um, you know, the fourth trimester is basically mimicking those womb-like conditions um, beyond the womb. Yeah. So we're trying to keep um, keep on stimulating those vestibular systems that are developing while the baby's in the womb. So they're, you know, floating around in space there and they're, they're learning what happens, you know, when we tilt this way and we tilt that way and the brain's developing um, and the muscles are developing in response to that. So using a carrier, you can imagine your child is having those gradual changes in gentle changes in movement when you're moving around and that continues to stimulate that vestibular system which has an offshoot for lots of different body systems so it's really important for their development i think it's as important to um to carry your baby no matter how you do it um as it is to do tummy time or to to have them in those other you know laying down learning to roll and doing all those other milestone practices and it basically comes back to that whole thing of um like you said that the stimulation but it's it's about where where am i what am i doing Mm -hmm. whereas if you're on the floor uh, you only you tend to only contract certain muscles at least when you're up with mum you're not necessarily contracting but you are being moved and you are your yeah. little brain is active uh, responding that to that yeah. yeah yeah which is exciting yeah um what, what about uh like backpacks 
Um, so we've spoken more about the little babies. What what about the bigger ones once they get to be, um, you know, a little bit heavier? Yeah, yeah. So when they start to be able to sit for short periods of time and they've developed their um, core stability and their neck support, um, then you can start to look at back carries. Um, and you can do that in various types of carriers, so looking at the structured buckle style of carriers or um, you know, semi-structured you know, made ice style of carrier or a wrap. Um, yeah. You can do back carries in all of those styles of carriers. So basically, you were saying once the baby's comfortable sitting by themselves, mm-hmm. they can be in a seated position more. So they're not, well, in many of the, the carriers these days, they're not necessarily supported so much. They're just sort of sitting in them. But that's yeah. okay once they are comfortably sitting on their own? Well, I still like to see them well supported. So the same principles apply really from the front to the back. Um, The hips should still be supported um, and the the wearer should still have the the weight distributed evenly. So when I'm designing carriers, that's what I'm really looking for. Does it support the baby well or the child well? Um, And I design carriers all the way up to preschoolers. Oh, really? Very large yeah, children yeah. in the scheme of <laughs> so from. from I don't want to carry a piece cool. <laughs> <laughs> but if you had a well-fitting carrier, you could. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's so true. people do ask yeah. me a lot: where, what age can I use this carrier to? Yeah. Um, and so I, I say basically for a woven wrap, as as heavy as you would like to carry them. Yeah. The carrier will support the, them. The carrier is strong enough to support them. It's strong them. enough yeah. to support them. But it really just depends person to person. Yeah. Um, and you have to make that decision depending on what suits you. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, you've spoken a lot about hip support and, and leg support. Um, I often find when mums come in and they have been given this carrier – uh, and I'm I'm horrified because there's no neck support. What's your what's your your thought on that? So neck support, yes. So I I like to look at neck support from the base up. So it it's not really good enough just to put some sort of neck support if the rest of the carry is not functioning well. So when when the baby is sitting in a a, a wide based carrier, their spine's supported adequately. Their neck is going to be better supported from the start. Um, With a woven carrier such as a wrap or a ring sling, you can actually use a little, you know, washcloth or perhaps use the tail of the sling and just roll it up and have it um, just giving that little bit of extra neck support if if you feel like you need it. Um, But I do find that um, as long as the rest of the carrier uh, sorry, the carry, yeah. <laughs> the way that you've wrapped yeah. the wrap yeah. is is done securely, the next well supported. Yeah. So Yeah, I think I might not have clarified that. I think my the the, the point that I have been trying to tell parents is is that when the baby falls asleep, mm-hmm. it is important that the head is supported. I think that was probably what I was trying to say yeah. rather than so making sure that the wrap comes up. Of course if you have a wrap you can just stretch it up, but some of the carriers only go to the shoulders. Yes, uh, and um, I, I personally see that as a challenge. One is that it's not good for the baby's head, and then mum often feels that, and then she holds the baby's head in place, and then that sort of defeats the purpose of having the carrier because she doesn't have her hands free to deal with the other two-year-old yep. kid that's running around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that really depends on the carrier. Yeah. So 
having if you're unsure about your carry it's a good idea to go to a meet or to see someone like myself who can give you some advice on whether that carrier is still fitting your child and I do that because I my my business is as well I sell worldwide but Australia-wide people can do that via messenger and send me photos and I can say this carry is getting a little bit too small so a general rule for for that is younger babies they need to have this the carrier coming up to the base of their neck at the back um as they get older they can manage with the carrier sitting lower towards the shoulder blade the top of the shoulder blades but really no long no shorter than the armpits right they need to have the the support support. yeah Yeah. i I definitely agree yeah a lot of carriers have hoods as well which you can use to um you know when the the kind of head lulls back a little bit that can naturally happen when they're relaxed especially an older child or a toddler um the the hood can sometimes be helpful to get up and get a bit of support Uh, so my understanding is that you you have a an area or a, a place where where people can actually come and have a chat to you yes yeah yep so so how how do they how do they find you yep so i'm very easy to contact you can contact me um via my my website my email um facebook page instagram youtube channel oh, right. you, you are <laughs> that generation aren't you <laughs> yes sort of i'm on the cusp <laughs> i'm just clinging in there um but yes yeah, so i'm happy to be contacted by any of those means um and I do consults over at Bennett's Screen, so I have rooms over there where I have various carries there to try and, yeah, I have people coming every week to, to speak to me and to see. Great. So if people do look you up on Instagram or Facebook or wherever, mm-hmm. where, how do they find you? Okay, so my business is Moondani, so probably the easiest way to find me is on Facebook okay. um, because there's not a lot of Moondanis on Facebook um, and message me from there. Um, but my website is www.moondani.com.au oh, and my Instagram is moondani underscore Australia. Okay. So <laughs> thank you. And yes, I'm just starting the YouTube channel. So it has um, a few videos on there at the moment and it'll be um, growing over the next few months with lots of education as well as you know, different ways to use various carriers so safely. So, yeah. yeah, I plan to do a lot more education because I think it's so important it to make not a, not only make it safe but enjoyable. Um, and I encourage people just to not give up after trying one carrier because yes. there's so many yeah. options that can suit you. Yeah. And just, just as we're finishing up, do you have a particular burning advice that you would tell parents that are looking, let's just say they're looking to to purchase uh, something for a baby that is not born yet? What what would you, your main advice be to look for um, or, or, or to consider, I suppose? Yeah, I just say consider consider things that are outside of the box, if you like, or outside of the um, mainstream because there's a lot of, there's so many options and there's so many, um, you know, different styles of carriers that you can use um and they're not always going to be what you'll find in a you know a store in a supermarket you know in a, in a chain store no so um my advice would be to join the baby wearing community on facebook um and from there your eyes will be open to so many more options um and I, I never knew such a thing existed um when i started looking at this purely from the fact of a, a of the point of view of a mother looking for a tool to yes. use to soothe the baby while doing 
other things. Taking care of a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, my advice would be just to to broaden your search a little bit, get some um, someone to, to advise you and maybe try some different ones before you buy. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time, Peter. That was really my interesting. Pleasure. My Thank pleasure. You. Thanks for having me. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Family Chiropractic or the host. Brought to you by Family Chiropractic Centre, Charlestown. Serving the families in Newcastle, Lake Macquarie and Charlestown.